0: you're listening to Southside Baptist Church podcast with our pastor, Dr. Jeff Parker. For more audio content, please refer to our website at ssbaptistchurch.com. And all God's people said, I think it would be better to say, and all God's people said, wow. You know, all week, with Bible school and so much going on, all week long, I was wrestling with what to preach. I've got about three pieces of sermons. Some of them have been pretty well worked out, others have not, and uh, just simply could not. I mean, just over and over again wrestling and just not being able to figure out what to preach, and uh, now I know why. I think sometimes God says, this, is, this service is about me today, and, and it's about just worshiping and, and glorifying me. I got tickled one time, we were in one night, our college service on Sunday nights, and uh, we were just having a fantastic worship service, just unbelievable. And Chris McKinnon looked at me, and Chris said, only the way Chris can, you know, everything is awesome. Chris, how you doing? Awesome. And, and so I, 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 I was, me and Chris, we were just worshiping and praising the Lord and all of a sudden Chris leaned over and he said, uh, don't you want to jump? <laughs> he said, you know, he said, sometimes I just want to start jumping up and down. And uh, I, was, I, I said, well, do it. I mean, you know, go ahead and do it, you know. So me and Chris, <laughs> we just jumping up and down. A little while later, a worship service went on. He said, that. Uh, he leaned over, he said, don't you sometimes just want to run? <laughs> and I said, where? He said, I don't know, just run, man. And I said, well, we'll do it. About that time, man, I was praising and worshiping the Lord and I saw something street by me. Wasn't a streaker. <laughs> but anyway, Chris just went running by. And then he began to run around the circle. He just ran around the sanctuary, just running around the sanctuary. And I thought about the people of Israel as they went around the walls of Jericho.
1: You know, that's that's worship. You know. Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me. Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me.
0: Sometimes, sometimes when you and I are in a line in a grocery store, Walmart, sometimes when we're waiting on a cup of coffee, sometimes when we're sitting at our desk before class begins. Sometimes when we're getting ready to teach a schoolroom, classroom setting. Sometimes when mom is working in the kitchen. Sometimes when dad is on the factory line at Nissan or dad's crawled up in a piece of equipment working. Sometimes when you're a nurse and you're waiting on a patient, there's nothing that can stop you from singing.
1: Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me. Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me.
0: I walked into Borders yesterday morning. young lady was there that waits all the time. And as I looked at her, she looked like death warmed over. I said, hey, girl, how you doing? She said, N- not too good. I said, what, what's wrong? She said, well, I, I guess maybe I got a stomach virus. I was going, oh, Lord, <laughs> watch over my cup of hot tea and bagel. And I said, oh, I hate that. I'm sorry. I said, i pray for you. She said, yeah, I guess there's something going around. So she fixed my hot tea, my bagel. Some people were behind me. She waited on them. But something wasn't right. Something just was not right. Little little skinny girl just graduated from Mississippi College looking for a job. So in a little while I went over. I got my stuff out. Still trying desperately to fix up some kind of sermon to bring to you. And God was just saying, no, no. So I got my Bible, I got my stuff out and I was was sitting there, I had my hot tea, had my bagel and all of a sudden I saw this figure come by and I looked up and there was that girl who was behind the the counter now standing in front of my table. She crossed her arms, she looked at me. She said, can I ask you something? I said, yeah. She said, where do you pastor? I said, well, I pastor Southside Baptist Church in Jackson. She said, where is that at? I said, on Raymond Road. She said, "Um, I'd like to come there. Boy, you could see tears. I looked at her and I said, uh, I said, you don't have a stomach virus, do you? She went. I said, you're hurting, aren't you? I said, something's got you upset. And she went. She couldn't talk. She was crying. Just crying right there in borders. Just crying. I said, what's wrong? She couldn't talk. She was crying so hard. I said, uh, is it a relationship? And She just kept crying, and for thirty minutes, about twenty or thirty minutes, I sat there talking to her, and not one customer came wanting coffee on a Saturday morning. We serve a great God. God said, "I don't need you to. I don't need you to fix up a sermon, son. I've already taken care of the service tomorrow. I'm already there. It's going to be a time of worship." I need you to minister to this girl who's hurting. Some of our school teachers, I'd like to talk to you about this young lady.
1: Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me. Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me sometimes in
0: borders, sometimes in our homes, sometimes in the surgical unit, sometimes in a classroom, sometimes in the factory, sometimes men at your desk, sometimes in the office, sometimes with your family, sometimes as you drive along, cut the DVD player off and start singing as a family.
1: Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me. Your mercy reigns, your mercy covers me
0: because it does. And we can jump, and we can run, and we can celebrate that mercy everywhere we go you know what the Bible says he apologized for two new songs you know what the Bible says to us it says that we are so to be filled with the Holy Spirit that we are to be making up songs constantly singing to one another new songs worship is not what we do here worship is what we do everywhere Charles Stanley in the 1980s, in the 1980s, was preaching at Bellevue Baptist Church. That church holds about 7,500. 7, there were pre- preachers from everywhere that had come for a conference. Charles Stanley said this in the 1980s. He said, I am excited about a revival of worship in this land. He said, because that is probably the clearest sign that Christ is coming. He said, we're not going to preach in heaven. We're not going to pray in heaven. We're not going to read the Bible in heaven. We're going to worship in heaven for all of eternity. My friend, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you know Christ? Have you ever given him your heart and life? Have you ever reached a point in your life that you were convicted of your sin and that in simple childlike faith you understood the cross and what he did for you? And you kneeled down and you said, Lord, I know that I am a sinner and I know that I deserve hell. I have lied, I have cheated, I have stolen, I've done a lot of things, Lord, that I'm ashamed of, that I would not want anybody else to know, including this preacher. There's not a person in this room, not one, not one, not one, not no boy, no girl, not a deacon, not a staff member, not the pastor. There's not one person in this room who would dare say, take my life, take every thought, every deed, everything I've ever ever done and just sling it up there, God, for all the world to see. Not one of us in this room would say that, including me. We are all ashamed and embarrassed by the lives that we've lived outside of Christ. So in simple childlike faith, we just simply say, Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. I'm ashamed of the life that I've lived and I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me. The Bible says in that moment, that God begins a regeneration process in that moment that all of a sudden the power of God's Holy Spirit begins to wash over you and through you. And in that moment, one minute the Holy Spirit's coming in and the next moment the Holy Spirit is being taking you and pushing you and putting you into the body of Christ. In that moment. And you're saved. And let me tell you this, folks. When it happens... It's like it's a brand going into the flesh of a cow. It's branded into your memory. And all of a sudden you think, I'm I'm saved. And you want to tell the whole world what's happened in your heart. And all of a sudden you're singing,
1: Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me. Your mercy reigns. Your mercy covers me. And it will cover you. It will cover you.
0: And the richest doctor, to the poorest man or woman you'll ever meet, to the most educated, to the uneducated, to black white, it makes no difference. His mercy will cover them. And all he wants to do from that moment is reign. When I get to heaven one day, God will say, that little skinny girl whose life was so broken, (laughs) hey son, that's why you couldn't get your sermon together. She was hurting and I knew I could count on you I knew you'd be at borders. I knew it. And I knew that you would say to her, I knew I could trust you. The Lord smiled and wrap his arms around you and say, Jeff, I knew it. I knew that you would be sensitive to my Holy Spirit. And I knew that I knew that you'd have discernment and you'd see the hurt and the pain in her life. I knew it, son. Let me tell you, come here, let me show you something. She went on to be used mightily by me, son, after you were dead and gone. She converted to Christ. She married a good man. They had great kids. Generation, generation after generation. Let me show you what happened. All because you set aside a sermon and you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. His mercy does reign. And if you're here today, I'm going to ask you to stand. If you're here today, and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to lead you in a simple childlike prayer. If you sit here right now, you're sitting here and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know. I'm going to ask, our, I'm going to ask some of our counselors to begin to make their way down to the front. If God has spoken to you, and you say, Brother Jeff, I just don't know. If I died, I don't know where I'd go. These are uncertain times, people. These are not times to dilly-dally and not be sure about your salvation. Do you know Christ? Are you His? Nobody can tell you that. Only the Holy Spirit in you will bear evidence. Did you know that? The Holy Spirit inside of you will say right now to you, right now to you. The Holy Spirit will say, when anybody asks, are you a Christian? Do you know Christ? If you died, where would you spend eternity? The Holy Spirit will say immediately. The answer will come. The Holy Spirit will say, yes, you're mine. You're mine. Holy Spirit will bring up that moment when you you became His. And then your your song will be your mercy. Your mercy reigns in me. Our Heavenly Father, dear Lord, we pray, dear Lord, if there's a man or a woman, a boy or a girl who doesn't know you. We pray, dear Lord, today through the power of your Holy Spirit that, dear Lord, you bring conviction to their sins. We pray, dear Lord, that in this moment that your Holy Spirit will so weigh heavy into their heart that at this moment they will give their heart and their life to you so that, Lord, they will never have to doubt again no matter with the earthquakes and the fires and the funnel clouds and so much going on all over the world, the floods and everything else, that, dear Lord, they have such a peace of knowing that a sovereign God is in control not only of this world but of their heart and they don't have to fear. So Father, I pray if there's one man, one woman, one boy, one girl who doesn't know you, that they would pray this prayer with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I am ashamed of my life. But I know that you love me. And you died for me. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. And right now, be my Lord and my Savior. I thank you, Jesus, because of what the Bible teaches and what I have prayed that I'm saved. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to look this way right now. If you prayed that prayer in your minute. I want to invite you to come. Don't wait on anybody else. Don't look for nobody else. If you're a young person, if you're a little boy, girl, no matter who you are, grown man, grown woman, whoever it is, senior adult, doesn't matter what position you hold in this church, if you prayed that prayer, then I want to invite you to come and make it public. But I want to say one more thing before they sing. If you're here today and you're wearing the garments of Christ, the bridal robes of Jesus Christ, and your life is not what it ought to be, I want to encourage you to come and repent. Maybe to kneel at the altar, maybe to take the hand of a counselor. Would you pray with me? Maybe to get somebody else and say, I need you to pray with me. I want to live a life that brings Him glory. You come. You come. As we sang, as they sang, you come.
1: You come. May never be a
0: moment.